Hello there. You're listening to Specifically Scary, a cinema-centric spinoff. Our new guest, newest guest on our newest episode, is our friend Alfonso Flores, a.k.a. Fonz, a.k.a. Fonz Corp, a.k.a. What up, homie? <laughs> Sorry. I, I don't yeah. know what to say, man. It's been a while. Right. <laughs> it's awesome, though. You're in, You're in California right now, right? I am. I'm visiting here at family and friends. Oh, trying to... shit. Yeah, that's why I was excited. Like, I, I didn't know. You've been in New Jersey for like two years almost now? Uh, yeah, it's been. I, I first moved out to New Jersey January 6th of 2020. So I've been spending uh, the whole lockdown so... basically in my I know, house that was over the, there. Like the worst <laughs> and like the epicenter. I was like. Uh, yeah, we had uh, literally the hot zone was 20 minutes away across the river from where I live. Ooh, I mean, that's yeah. pretty scary. Dude, that's, uh, you, you haven't been to San Diego in a long time, and you're taking your time out for being there to be on this podcast. That's pretty dope. Thanks, Fonz. It's not, yes, that's not why I came down, but okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you, you went to San Diego to be on here. Country. You could not have done this anywhere else. <laughs> no, it just kind of fell on my it kind of fell in my lap like uh i know i wanted to get on this because i i listened to your the last episode with uh i, I know i'm gonna fuck up the name Na- naira yes and um you didn't fuck it I, up actually sorry I, i'm sorry you did it perfectly you okay know. yeah and um I, I i enjoyed the episode but i remember while i was um listening to it you had mentioned um, some scary nightmare stuff that you, uh, Kevin, had experienced. And I'm like, oh, and it just hit me like a damn truck. I was like, I can go on and on about that kind of stuff. And so oh, I thought maybe nice. it could take up like a whole um, episode or at least a good portion of it. And really? I, I mean, we already got us intrigued. Like, really? That much? <laughs> yeah, I think, you, I think you mentioned to me when you messaged me, it was uh, sleep paralysis. Right, which yeah. we kind of both of. I mean, you and I both said Lee that we kind of had different kind of experiences with. Right. Yeah. Lee, yeah. You is, said, it, like, is, uh, is that when like is that is sleep paralysis the same as 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 uh, that experience I had when uh, when I felt like something was on my chest holding me down when I woke up and I couldn't I couldn't move I couldn't I couldn't breathe or speak or anything like that. Absolutely. Yeah. That's basically the general uh, description of it. Um, but. Um, in my nice. case, uh, I don't want to dive right into it. I don't know how we, we if there's no, a schedule of talking. Hey, okay. wait, no. we, we, whatever you, you're doing, fine. Okay, all right. So, um, I've been living with it for years. Um, in fact, it started when I met you guys. I'm not saying it's there's any relation. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it! I'm so sorry. I we, we're all cursed in our own ways. We I'm a bad person. People we care about. Shit. <laughs> that, so it goes back when when I was 13 years old, and um, oh damn, that's oh, when they that's when they started. Uh, and I've been living with it for years. And wow. statistically, they say as you grow older eventually they go away so that's kind of for me that's kind well, of like half truth they uh man. they have reduced they they yeah. they've reduced and the intensity has has gone down with them but they're still there um it, it still happens and at one point in my life they were so intense you know i'll, I'll get into it later how intense they got but 
Yeah. But yeah, that's when they started for me. I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, when ha- when it started for you guys. What was your f- first experience with them? Yeah, it would probably be around thirteen years old. I, w- I would guess. Like, um, I can't remember the actual. That's that's great that you remember the actual year. Um, and I and I remember it happening. Um, just, I mean, I, I want to think it's random. I'm sure there's there's probably some psychiatrist or psycholo- psychologist that could say what triggered it but um it wasn't every night it would just be it would be uh it would happen and um and then yeah like you said i think it just grew out of it even i didn't think i didn't uh, think that that was a thing i could grow out of it i just thought uh i didn't know what i didn't know if it was like a possession where there was like some like if it was a house that I was in, or uh, if it was in my brain, uh, or yes. if it was like, there's so many different reasons. It just stopped happening. And I just didn't, I, I think I just didn't want to think about it because I didn't want it to come back again. So I just kind of just pushed out of my mind as if it never happened and never talked about it again until actually the last podcast. <laughs> Same with me. I haven't really talked about mine either. And it's weird that you both of yours sound very similar to mine except for two different things like I kind of touched on before and because I remember specifically the first time that happened and how, but like the things you're saying are similar. Like I definitely, it was when I was younger and I grew out of it, but you guys both said you were around like 13. Mine started when I was like six or eight because I remember like, I I remember Mm -hmm. it being um, for whatever reason after the movie, after watching the movie Poltergeist, Oh, even though okay. I had, even though I'd already seen like Freddy Krueger and all like Hellraiser, I think all these other crazy for whatever reason, because Poltergeist is you know kind of technically cursed. It's the movie that a little girl died and they used the real dead bodies, the Indian burial ground. That night, I remember the house I was living in, the dream I had, like sinking in the same mud, and I woke up the next morning and I went to Catholic school at the time too, so maybe that had something to do with it. And I used to walk to school because. The apartment I was living in and I was you know like first grade second grade whatever it was I'd have to look up the exact year yeah. I also used to live like literally right next door to a video store where like all I had to do was walk one minute around the corner from my apartment and like at that age I could rent any horror movie I wanted because my my mom was like yeah he's cool he gets it <laughs> yeah my mom but, did that with with blockbuster too they yeah went so to the manager like, or whatever and said he can rent anything and i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah it was dope so for whatever reason poltergeist fucked me up and it was about the whole like indian burial ground and maybe just curse and i had that dream where i woke up in the morning and i was in my bed and had bunk beds at the time with my stepsister i'm not my stepsister my actual sister sorry I was, I was thinking that she moved away right after that. So, yeah. Anyways, um, uh, I was like, I felt like I was being like, not only sinking in bed, but being like stretched and like shrinking either at the same time or different moments. And I, I talked about this before. I could hear a voice repeating anything I had or anything I said where I was like, I don't feel good. And the voice would be like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And it would just go on. So this, that's why, like, you guys haven't discussed that part, like, if it, you actually, like, could feel the psychosis or whatever it, about it. But I was way younger, you know, so for whatever reason. But it would make me sick to my stomach, and I couldn't get out of bed. Like, I was paralyzed, and I would have to, like, tell my mom, like, hey, I can't go to school this, uh, you know, today or whatever. And yeah. I, 
and it would happen though like you were saying like not all the time but like a couple times a year but from like i don't know from like six eight years old to about 12 or 13 like about 13 is when i finally grew out of that which is weird that's when it started for you guys well, I'm not sure if it, 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 that's just a guess, actually, is the 13. Um, I mean, it's it's somewhere between 6 and 13 is when it happened for me. That, uh, my One of my uh, issues that um, I actually tried to talk to a therapist and stuff about is I actually have an issue with um, timelines. Like something yeah. could happen and it could have, I can't remember if it happened last month or like two years ago. Like it just, yeah. it just all gets scrambled up in my in my brain. I don't have to. I don't have a timeline Wait, on for some reason. Something sounded weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think about that. Like, how did you process? Oh, I'm getting feedback. Is anybody having sound problems? I just want to make sure. Recording you sound good to me. Okay. Yeah, uh, you how about sound good. You sound okay. No. Sounds good. So, um, Fonz, when did you, do you, do you still have these, pro- I, don't, I don't call it a problem, that sounds mean, like, <laughs> sleep paralysis? Yeah, I still do. Um, I think I can kind of pin it down to where I have them within, like, I mean, the last one I must have had, like, I want to say two months ago. So, if I, if I, um, I don't actually take a log, but if I would, like, kind of get a range i i will have right now maybe two or three within a year okay and you just had one two months ago yeah oh and how i don't know how if you're comfortable talking about it how did that go if you are comfortable talking about it (laughs) um when they happen i know what it is and i know it's gonna pass um i'm i've just had them and i've lived with it for years now uh Every experience is a little bit different, but they all pertain to the same thing. And, you know, just so you guys know, the reason you've had them and maybe someone you know has had them is is there's a statistic saying about like 50% of the population would experience one of these things at least once in a lifetime. Yeah. And the crazy phenomena about this also is sometimes people will go without it and then it happens to them when someone talks to them about it. Oh, yes. interesting. It like yeah. unlocks it. Or it kind of like unlocks it or it gets into their psyche and it just kind of the kind of activates it. Yeah. But that's a that's one of the crazy parts that um that is in relation to everybody who's who has suffered or experienced uh these things. Um other things are their experience alone with when it comes to the hallucinations, the terrors, the feeling of being uh, um, pressed down, being held where you can't move. Um, so similar, like what I was saying. Like I always felt like it's either being stretched or shrunk at the same time. Like something yeah. like Alice in Wonderland kind of shit. Yeah, and and, and it happens. In a, the, another interesting thing is because I've researched this thing like crazy. Like because oh, I bet <laughs> <laughs> because well, you're a you're a data guy and a statistic guy, right? Yeah, that, I mean, that's my job. Like, I, I look into the information and I analyze things. I'm a data analyst. So I right. when something like this, when I suffer from something like this, I kind of want to look into the numbers and see what's going on. Right. Um, well, now, I'm, now I want to know more. Like, you got to show us some fucking stats. <laughs> well, that's the, that's pretty much the gist of it <laughs> that I have. But 
I didn't go too far into like the numbers, but I did go far into like the different experiences for people like across the U.S. Nice. and across two different cultures as well. Because this this yeah, stuff like has causes been. Or, like, well, that's another thing that we can get into too. Uh, a lot of when this happens, people try to relate supernatural things that happen when. It, they re- try to relate it to the supernatural. So yeah. when it first yeah. happened with me, I can I can remember my first experience. I was right. in my bed, and even though my door was closed, when I when I first experienced it, it was halfway like open or like a third of the way open. But I remember I always close my door when I sleep. It's just a thing I do. But mm-hmm. when it happened, it was the door was a third of the way open, and this figure popped that is kind of like um his torso through it oh my God. and 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 at this point i couldn't <laughs> yeah at this point i couldn't breathe i couldn't move uh, i was if i was i was i was actually having difficult breathing um not it's not that i couldn't breathe 100 percent, but uh it felt like something was pushing me some kind of force was pushing me down holding me down keeping me from moving i could move my eyes around where i can see my surroundings and um another way to experience the shadows in my room and I noted this down because I wanted it to kind of be descriptive. Uh, have you guys seen the movie Ghost? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. With Patrick. Patrick. Crazy. So you remember when uh, um, the killer, I forget his name. I used to remember his name. He gets killed in a car accident. And then the opposite happens to him. Instead of going to heaven, like the shadows start forming. Yeah, they yeah. drag him down. Like, ah! yeah. Those, those scary shadows. Like, fucking those man. shadows kind of start forming, like yeah. these. Ooh, around is, me those are those are fucking scary shit yeah so every shadow in my room was um those forming figures and then there was this specific, yeah and there was a specific one at the doorway that was just kind of looking at me while i was being held down and uh it's and i'm trying to see who it is and the more i focus on it the more it starts looking like my mom and like in like a how do you say i don't want to say zombie form but very decayed form i guess can i ask you a quick yeah. question is your mom alive or no she's she was very well alive and she still okay, is alive. okay <laughs> so, okay sorry that's why <laughs> you never i mean because depending on the person that could be and i and it was tripping me out because at first i thought it was her just checking in on me mm-hmm. yeah i was i was 13 years old so she's oh, probably okay yeah this was younger too sorry yeah and um but then she started forming like this weird, like white kind of gray decayed form of herself. And I was freaking out and I was like trying to say, mom, mom, what's happening? And she was just kind of staring at me, not doing anything and just like looking like this decayed form of herself. And I, I what felt like, um, I want to say 15 to 20 minutes of this happening um supposedly these experiences only happen for a few minutes somewhere between like two to five or ten minutes or something like that and but it felt like longer than that i finally snapped out of it to where i finally moved and i woke up or i was you know back in my bed the door was closed like there was no figures around me and i was breathing heavily and i swear i felt like i ran like four miles like i was exhausted And I couldn't, and I was trying to catch my breath. And at the same time, I was terrified because it's the first time I I experienced it. And I thought something was haunting me, you know, for sure. And, and I was freaking out. And immediately I got up 
And I went to my mom's room and I opened up the door and I saw my mom and my dad asleep in their bed. Like mm-hmm. they were just there. I didn't wake them up. Instead, I went to the bathroom and I thought I was going crazy or something supernatural was happening to me. I went to the bathroom and splashed water all over my face, wondering what the hell just happened to me. Like I was freaking out, trying to catch my breath. And I was afraid to go back to sleep. I didn't even, I didn't like fall asleep until my body was completely, until I, I, I didn't fall asleep until I realized like, you know, I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, I felt, I did fall asleep. Oh, I was trying okay. to stay awake. You kind of just I was, passed out eventually. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was trying to stay awake the whole night because I didn't want whatever happened to happen to me again. Wow. <laughs> so that was crazy, my first, yeah, yeah that was okay. my first experience with it. And now, um, and now when it happens, fucking crazy. You're, awesome. you're more, you. uh, you're more prepared. Well, um, not really. I mean, if these days, if it happens, it happens, but I've had, I've had more intense experiences than that. Like that oh. was intense because it was the first time. Um, and you know, right. like I, this thing is kind of a phenomenon. If you guys look into it after the, the, um, the cast or whenever you get a chance, yeah. a lot of people a lot of people will describe similar things that happen to them and and it's across oh, and, the world well i mean like sleep disorders I and mean, whatever you want to call them like it's not like it's a, a stigma like people suffer from all sorts of different nightmare things and paralysis and sleep apnea like and it's all like a spectrum of like and also like where we where we're at in our minds and our, our body and like things that we need the rest and whatever and maybe traumas that we experience that kind of come back to us it's yeah you're right it's definitely look worth looking into i'm hoping like as we continue like we'll definitely like have you back and other people who maybe we could set up like an email or like just you know send out (laughs) blast requests to our friends and family like have you like all the different things we're going to talk about eventually like have you done this or this or this and can you have a story that's personal and because I'm sure a lot of us, like all of us have, as we just discussed, different sort of things like this. That, and it's like, why does this happen? Like, what made this happen? Like, what age were we at? Like, when did we grow out of it? Like, how did we learn to adjust to it? Like, nightmares are a fucking scary thing. But at the same time, they can kind of be interesting and fun, like recurring dreams. You have to learn to adapt with. And Well, that's... Yeah. Oh, what were we going to say? <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, well, the, the science behind – there's very little science behind it because when, when – Right. In a, a lot of cases like, – yeah. Well, a lot of cases that go to like uh, like say a doctor or a therapist and for the first time they say, hey, I'm fucked up. I'm seeing shit in my sleep. <laughs> like they, yeah. they, they literally – like there's no like data behind it where like a doctor will – uh, dig into it because from their their well, you can't uh, prove it like you can't right prove right like, like dream that like dream dictionaries are fun like I grew up like reading like you know like oh look up this word what does this mean if I dream about a wolf or I dream about whatever <laughs> it means this but there's no like a scientist can't or a doctor can't be like oh it definitely means that I mean there's some well, obviously psychological like if it's very recurring like trauma shit which is scary too, sleep like, paralysis is actually a blend between being awake and being asleep that's that's the yeah. crazy thing it's like oh. um so what happens Ooh. scientific? What happens scientifically is, um, from what I've seen in uh, analyzing like people's uh, experiences and what they have like medically, is what happens is when you fall asleep, something happens between your brain and your spine, where it basically tells 
when you go into REM sleep, it basically, basically your brain tells your, your body to not move because, you know, we're not supposed to be wailing our arms. It's basically so you don't act out your dreams. And, oh, and yeah, yeah, I've heard about that. I, oh, it's kind of like Nightmare on Elm Street shit. Yes, ex exactly. Well, and I, I was going to get to I, I've always loved the idea, of course, that's why I love Nightmare like that if you die in your dream, you die in real life. Like if that was real, uh, which kind of was a thing that was happening in Japan, which inspired the... But, I mean, you probably know more if you research the actual science of well, it. Well, yeah, I did research. And I, I heard somewhere, actually, I did hear somewhere that uh, uh, was, I think it was Wes Craven who did um, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. He got the idea by hearing someone in Thailand die in their sleep. I think like, that was Japan, but yeah. Or yeah. Somewhere, somewhere, in, yeah. somewhere over there. Like, Not even just one. It was like a, like a few people, I thought. Like it, was a, it was like a phenomenon that was happening for like teenagers boys or something like because they were yeah and then it just stopped such emotional it just trauma stopped I yeah. don't know why it yeah. started and why it stopped it just did yeah. yeah and so like so going back to what i was saying yeah basically your brain tells your body hey you're gonna have you're gonna have dreams don't move around and actually act them out like punch people in the face or whatever right. <laughs> <laughs> which some people and, do yeah which some people still do but see that's another sleep disorder and like so what happens is it you get stuck between in limbo between the two states of REM sleep and um, oh. and uh, being paralyzed and, and and or actually being awake and being in in sleep. So your 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 eyes are actually open. That's why you can see your surroundings, but you're you can't move, and that's why you feel like you're being pressured because you're actually trying to move, but you can't. And that that force that you can't activate is kind of making you feel like you're being put pushed down and um this is all science stuff that i looked it up and uh and because yeah. you're kind of in a sleep state we tend to dream so we start hallucinating what we can see like in our environment and it's, so it's basically a state between being asleep and being awake and it's it can get pretty intense because people can hallucinate some terrifying shit right. and and that's the thing. That's like the science behind it. But the crazy thing that I find interesting is this whole phenomenon is around the world and different cultures have different ways of this, right. like name, labeling it. But yeah. it's all of the same kind of science. And also the crazy thing is when people try to describe it, it's like the same thing. Like I've heard various people describe different kinds of scenarios in their sleep paralysis. And I'm like, that happened to me too. And I could have almost like guess what they're going to say before they even say it because well, like that's kind of like one last i'm sorry but like you know like lee started talking, kind of like what's burned this episode like lee started saying like he woke up not being able to move i woke up not being able to move and like you you hear story in like Nara's story about her brother knowing the ghost who lived with in the same house they did like when you feel that presence or that same like dark weird experience and some even like quietly mentions it like it just brings chills and you like instantly like yes i know what the fuck you're talking about and <laughs> let's go there <laughs> yeah yeah and there's all the other things like i some of the intense most intense ones that i've had um were um these outer body experiences oh, yeah. within oh. sleep paralysis and i'm sure you probably heard of other people saying that when they're sleep they have this outer body experience and i've experienced that too uh, there's also these kind of things where they 
in related to the out of body experience, they walk around their environment, looking down at themselves sleeping, trying to snap themselves well, out of this sleep paralysis. I mean, that kind of goes oh. back to my feeling of it. Like when I felt like I was shrinking and like being stretched, like I, at the same time, like I felt like I could like see myself do, being that way and hearing that voice repeating the same thing in my head. And re- remember, I was still like eight years old at the time, or whatever. So, like, I didn't know how to handle that kind of shit. Like, so it was fucking weird to me. So I remember having to be like, I can't go to school today. I can't get out of bed. I, like, I hear this person looking at me. I see this person stretching me. Like, and I, like, I can't move. I had these weird, crazy nightmares. Some no, definitely. Um... Sorry, I had to so, turn off. Interesting. I wanted to just for a quick connect to uh, the Cinema Century spinoff. I just looked up the 10 best sleep paralysis horror movies according to IMDb. Is the nightmare in there? I was going to ask, yeah, about that. If there's any movies. There's actually. Well, hold on. I don't want to spoil anything, but both of you had very good questions. So I'm going to run down the top 10 best sleep paralysis horror movies. According to IMDb, and I'll, we'll just go through them real quick. If you've cool. heard of them, before you say what they are, heard of them, if you know anything about them, sorry. Wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before, before, before you read them, uh, I think Fonz already had one in mind. Did you already have one in mind, Fonz? Yeah, and it, it was actually a question that he's probably going to answer, so I'll let I, him talk. I'm, oh, okay. yeah, Fonz, Fonz, Fonz is very smart. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Top 10 horror movies or paralysis, sleep paralysis. So number 10, Desecration. Anybody heard of that desecration? No. No, no I haven't yeah. heard of that one. I mean, should I go quick or should I read the descriptions if you want to, if you're interested? Uh, I'm, I'm writing them down anyways, so. Yeah, let's just write them down because, like, we don't like to spoil things if we don't have to. But That's this is idea. what they say the top 10 sleep paralysis movies are. So top 10, desecration. Number nine, sleep dash paralysis. Well, there you go. <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> on the nose. <laughs> All right. Number eight, Dead Awake. Yeah, I know that one. I know okay. Dead Awake. Uh, seven, seven is Marianne. Anyone heard of Marianne? It's M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E. Swedish horror movie. Swedish. Oh, no, I don't know that one. Okay. Number six, Slumber. No slumber. Number five, Mara, M-A-R-A. Oh, that sounds familiar. That does sound familiar. 2018. Yeah, that one does sound familiar. Um, when, yeah, when, like we should like. Fawn, you said you're writing them down, so let us know. Yeah, I'm writing, writing them down. Okay, number four, Shadow People. Oh, that's just like what you were talking about, Fawns. Damn. Yeah, that's oh, actually oh, a very. Actually, it sounds kind of yeah. cool. So a series of YouTube videos. So that's got to be recent. Oh, that one sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, Shadow People is number four. Number three, The Haunting of Mia Moss. M I A M O S S. The Haunting of Mia Moss is number three. Number two, sleep paralysis movie, Between the Darkness. I'm the number one sleep paralysis movie on specifically scary is The Nightmare. Ding, 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 ding. 
bomb yeah, to get all the prize. <laughs> the nightmare? That's what it's called. Yeah, yeah it's well, called he, the nightmare. He he predicted it from the start. <laughs> what what what? Is it, I is so it the nightmare. Oh, I thought it was oh, like I, the newest. I'll, I'll give. I'll give. I can give a synopsis of it. I'm not going to give away too much, but yeah, please. The Nightmare is a documentary. Um, it's actually a documentary where uh, it, it was in the Sundance Film Festival. It won one of the awards. I can't remember what it was, but um, basically, basically documents eight different people across the United or across the world, not United States alone. It was across the world, and basically their experience and how. Uh, it goes through different phases, like when they first experience it, what are the most intense experiences they have, what was going through on their life that might have triggered it, like where in terms of like maybe like sleep deprivation or stress related things. And also um, how they try to cope with it throughout their life. Um, wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's like kind of like what we've been talking about like the yeah. last hour almost. <laughs> Yeah, towards the end of the film, it talks about how they try to cope with it and how they try to actually prevent it from happening. It happening, and uh, it's a really, really great documentary. I watched it. I watched. I think it came out in two thousand fifteen. I think, and I watched it like two years after that. So, like two thousand seventeen, eighteen is when I watched it. Wow, yeah, it's a really great movie. It's yeah. a documentary. It's not like a film or anything. It's all well. We should definitely post a list. Like you're gonna have to send us that list now. That I mean, I'll listen to it. We'll all listen to it. But like the whole idea, the sleep paralysis is the thing that like people don't talk about obviously that much. But we've all experienced it, and obviously more people than we know experience it, where they make movies about it and shit like that. Because it's yeah. obviously a different thing from just having a fucking weird nightmare. It's something else, but it's they're all connected in a certain way well the nightmare was actually one of the things that i loved about it is um with every case that they followed the director i forget the director's name but with every case he follows they try to visualize um do these visuals as best they can to the description of what their experience was so they kind of use like special effects kind of almost it's yeah, like kind of a, i mean it's it's kind of like a blend between like a film and documentary. Someone's... I, yeah, I kind of, that's one of my dislikes about certain documentaries where they like rely too much on like fake re recreations. Like right. I want to see like the real, real footage and the, like, even if it's, even if it's just one person talking, I'd rather see one person talking like real footage than like some weird, like, cgi fucking up shit like <laughs> you know what i mean like, no i get it like it actually has that feel like um like if you ever watch like unsolved mysteries and someone's saying ooh. something and like yeah. and like was... um they try well, to the dramatization is that yeah. what it's called they try to yeah. do that yeah. the reason i like it so much is not so much about like the structure of it and how it goes from beginning to end the reason that it flipped me out so much and it was kind of like an eye opener, but I guess like there's a reason behind it. Some There must be some kind of logical reason behind it. I don't know. These days I'm more spiritual than anything, but um, I watched the movie and I watched it recently, actually, like I think in January. And when, when I, when I watched that documentary, the nightmare. Yeah. It sounds cool. uh, every, the case, every case that, 
speaks about their experience it they tie it to some kind of like supernatural thing at first like for example one of them ties it to being abducted by aliens someone says you know there's like a freddy cougar in my like my room Ooh, someone says there's I like, love that. yeah or someone says like they, they all have different things but i've experienced every one of those things like that's the crazy thing like and and i've experienced those things before i've seen the documentary and it tripped me out that like there's some kind of re- there has to be some kind of relation between this kind of experience and maybe some past trauma or some past kind of experience that For gets sure. into our heads but that that's why i love the movie so much because i remember watching it and every one of these cases i related to in one shape or form like the outer body experience getting abducted yeah. by these figures um you know like uh, walking around the house and looking down at yourself and even maybe other people that are live around the house, um, yeah. trying to, trying to wake them up so they can go wake you up. Like I've done that many times or I've experienced that many times. And, uh, that's the thing that trips me out about this whole phenomenon is like, I always think like, there's always, there's no coincidence these days, but like, maybe there is some kind of science behind it. Some kind of, uh, psych- psychological thing. I mean, I hope that- they can find that eventually where like dreams mean this for sure. Not just like ideas <laughs> and theories where like reason, like, cause I have a ton of reoccurring dreams and nightmares all the time. Like even like one of the ideas, like why Lee and I started this podcast, because I used to write down, like I have really weird, fucked up, funny dreams. I mean, everybody does. So, it's, and sometimes you don't want to hear other people's dreams, but every time I do tell people some of my dreams, they're like, that's fucking funny. Like, so I started writing them down for a couple of years. But when 2020 happened, I was like, well, this shit's too scary and weird for like, anyways, but so like, I, was, I did. Well, speaking about we, funny experience there, I did have one funny experience with my um sleep paralysis. Yeah, so you like you never know. Like it could be fun sometimes, like weird fucked up shit. What like is that. the funny one? So it, it it's well to me it was <laughs> funny. I woke I woke up tired and exhausted from it, but still kind of laughing. So what it was, I was living with. <laughs> I, I know that sounds weird. Um, I was I was living <laughs> with roommates, and um, at, I came home from work early because I was exhausted, tired, or whatever. And it was like afternoon, and they were there. And I'm like, I, I walked in and I said, hey, I'm going to take a nap because I'm tired. And I went straight to my bedroom, closed my, my door because I always close my door in my bedroom. And uh, I turned on the fan because it was a hot day. And I turned on this fan and it's one of those tower fans that oscillate. Hmm. And uh, and I went to sleep like it was right next to my bed. I went to sleep. And um, as soon as I hit REM sleep, like when I was like way in deep sleep, uh it hit me. I woke up and I was in sleep paralysis mode and there was no shadows because it was daytime. But again, it was kind of like the similar experience where someone had opened my door and outside the door in the hallway, it was dark. And so like a figure popped its head again on the doorway. But this time, instead of like getting creepy zombie look on it, like it was just a dark figure and I could see like it's, I don't remember if they were red or white eyes, but it had a water gun and it shot me in the face with it. And then it closed the door and I couldn't move. I felt like I was getting sprayed with water and I couldn't move. Like it was just imagine getting sprayed with a water gun and just can't move and Mm -hmm. react, react to it. Right. It sucks. Like, 
it, go, it goes in your eyes and it goes onto your nose. I know this sounds weird. I know it sounds weird, but I swear this was the experience. And then I'm like, what's going on? I can't move. Why is someone shooting? My... At first, I thought it was like maybe like my my roommate, uh, Nobi, Norberto, that was his name. Or that is his name. Shooting me with a water gun. Wow. <laughs> so after a few moments later, it happened again. The door opened up and this figure came out and shot me in the face with a water gun and closed the door. And it happened a few times. And after a while, I snapped out of the sleep paralysis and I was about to like, I was tired because every time I snap out of my sleep paralysis, I'm freaking exhausted. But I wanted to figure out what oh, was going yeah, on. Right. I, I, I wanted to figure out what was going on. Uh, who yeah. was hitting me in the face, shooting me in the face with a water gun. And so nobody, <laughs> As and you would. I, but nobody like was like, they were all outside. Nobody was even doing anything like remotely near my room. And I realized I go back to the room all like, confused like what the heck was that i've never experienced it like that before and then i look at the fan and it's oscillating right like it's going back and forth and at some point the fan in the air hits my face and at some point it doesn't oh do you see what i'm getting with this yeah, yeah. and <laughs> so like it wasn't nobody the, no i wasn't wet or anything like nobody was shooting me in the face with water it was I was just hallucinating the effect when the the air would hit me in the face. <laughs> I, I started I started laughing. I was like, it I was I was just hallucinating in my sleep paralysis, and this air was just kind of like hitting my face one time and it would go away and then it would come back. And I was hallucinating with the door opening and someone shooting me in the face with a water gun. So like, <laughs> so it's not super funny, but it is super weird. Like, it's not like it wasn't scary at all. I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> interesting. Yeah. It, yes. what, what finds, I find interesting, too, is that um, even when you know the science behind it and you know that you're just dreaming and, uh, and you know it's just sleep paralysis, it's right. still terrifying. Yeah, so, I mean, and it's, it's like individual ones. to each person based on whatever they're dealing with. Because do you, do you ever, I mean, are you ever like, uh, I know some people talk about in dreams where if you click a light switch, then uh, then you know you're dreaming. Uh, are you ever having a, oh. a sleep paralysis and then like you're aware that you're having a sleep paralysis, so you just kind of write it out? We're almost talking like it's Inception shit where you spin the top. Is this question for me or in Yeah, general? it's for you, no, both, oh, Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, these days I do know when it's happening, but it doesn't take away the fact that it's terrifying not being able to move and it's difficult right. to breathe. Like that that fear always sets in because you're in a state of hypervigilance. That's what I've learned. Um, yeah, you pay attention to everything. Every yeah, you pay attention makes, to every sound. Every, like I've had a feeling makes you feel like it's like, oh, what does this mean? Like, yeah, and that uh what is it the fight uh or fight, fight. fight or flight yeah, fight, fight or, or flight. flight yeah yeah or yeah experience comes in and you're like trying to move or like let it happen should I, or yeah whatever. should i stay here should i fucking crawl yeah. My bed? yeah yeah exactly yeah. and it, it, yeah. it happens it's natural it's in our um as human yeah. beings it's it it's our instinct to like react to it and well, because <laughs> because you can't you can't move you're in a state of hypervigilance and yeah. maybe that triggers the hallucinations or whatever but or it's your always memories or your traumas yeah it's always pretty scary 
Um, even though I know it's happening, I just these days I kind of like, should I try to move? Um, sh- I think to myself, should I try to move? And I or let it happen. Sorry. Let it happen. Let it go away. Yeah. What's but, your um, Fons? Crazy. What's your we still feel oh, the same sorry. thing. No, really. What were you gonna say, Fons? I wasn't saying anything. Oh, okay. What's the scariest one that you've ever had, Fons? So the scariest ones I've had are so there's a few of them. There's two or three of them. There's the outer body experience ones where I can actually feel my like body levitating. Like I can't move, but I feel like this other perception of myself levitates over myself and I can look down on myself. And what I try to do is I know what's happening. I can't move and I can't this other perception of myself, like looking down on myself, can't shake myself out of it. So what I do is and again, this whole time I'm terrified, like I've just nothing but fear. I, I, what I do is like hit the ground and I try to walk out of my room, open the door and find someone to tell them, hey, I'm having issues over there in my bed. Go wake me up. But as soon as I get to a certain point, it's like something s- pulls me and snaps me back into my body. And it feels like I wake up, like I snap out of it, but yeah. I'm not. It's yeah. almost like that dream within a dream, within a dream yeah. thing. It, it feels like I wake <laughs> Yeah. When you when you wake up, I wake yeah. I thought I wake up, but I'm still in a paralysis yeah. mode. And then I give it I another sh- for sure. I give yeah. it I give it another shot. I, I say, yeah. okay, like see if I can like go out the door like this like this other being of myself, go out the door. And it happens multiple times. I get yeah. resetted back into my body and yeah. I feel like I'm waking up, but I'm still stuck. And those are the terrifying ones because they last forever. Another one is, um, I, you know, you guys probably hear this, like a demon sitting on you, a woman yeah. is holding you, yeah. um, like there are like are some old guys pushing down on you or just yeah. sitting on you. And uh, those are terrifying because these these hallucinations can be scary well, when you look what, at them. Well, you're dreaming. So you're dreaming. It's not a hallucination. So yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. But and I like, can ask you guys a quick question. You might be able to tie this into this. Do these dreams, like, because you keep having them, like, do you have a recurring story? Because that happens to me a lot. Like, I, I swear, like, I have a whole second life in my dreams. Like, that's been gone on for years now where, like, this crazy shit happened. But, like, it's people from my family and my friends and crazy, scary shit happened. And it's always like, oh, this movie, like, in my mind or my nightmares. Not all the time, but like I was like, oh, I remember this. Like this story is still going on. Like, is that kind of part of this? Do you ever feel that? I've never felt like a continuance of it. Um, I do not all with my the time. well, not well, not with my sleep paralysis. With nightmares or dreams, yes, but mm-hmm. not with the sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis yeah, to I me is a fair. little yeah, different. It's a little bit different. Okay, okay, I get that. At least for me, sure. like it's it's never like I snap out of it and I go back and I have it again that same night and I it's back where I, I like left off. I do that kind of shit all the time. Like I wish I could. Like I'll wake up real fast. I'm like okay, if I'm out of it, I'll be good. And like fucking two minutes later, I'm right back in it. And I'm like fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> that's, that's that so you said you had a so the re- you had a repeating ones and then you had ones where people are sitting and and holding you down. Those are two yeah, of the top, so, top scary. That's kind of like what you said too. That is one. That was the one I said. Yeah. And, but you said there's like three or four different ones. Funds? Yeah. So there there's another one. And if you watch the documentary, I've experienced this. Uh, um, We're talking myself. about the nightmare again. Yeah. The nightmare. There one. One. Everybody. Woman, everybody listening right now. Put that on your cue list. 
the nightmare. One woman who talks about, sorry, one woman who talks about uh, one of her experiences was like a sexual experience. Don't don't think I'm a freak or weird like that. No, <laughs> no, no, I've heard that. Now we're starting to get somewhere. Like a ghost or something. <laughs> now, now we're getting somewhere. That. Now yeah. we're getting to the root of it. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> After so the podcast begins week. now. <laughs> well, Lee, dude, it. Even though it's it good. was, so I've I. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel so weird talking about this. Okay, so <laughs> go ahead. All right. Um, so even though it was a sexual experience like with my sleep paralysis, it was not fun. Just I'm just gonna put that out there. <laughs> yeah. So so what it was? It's okay. Fuck. I gotta get ready for this. <laughs> I'm gonna pump myself up. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Yo. So what? It, so one of the um, I call them tormentors. The 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 figures Ooh. I see, I call them tormentors. Oh, oh, okay. That's actually really interesting. Yeah. Because so, I think I want to say that real quick because in different ways, did we lose somebody? No, I'm oh. here. Oh, we, I think we just lost Lee, though. Lee? Oh, we did yeah, lose we, Lee. Yeah. Should we, should we wait to see if he comes yeah, back? Yeah, because this, this is really <laughs> This is getting good. <laughs> no, because obviously it's almost been an hour or two, so we can kind of wrap it up. Like, so I don't know if I was a part of it. Fuck. Uh, I think he just got, we got him back. All right. Hello, Lee. Welcome back, my friend. Oh, yeah. Lighthouse reception. I'm going to, I just, I've dropped no, out yeah, five we're almost times. Done. We were just saying, we're <laughs> almost done. But this is the perfect part because Fonz is about to tell us. And I know. I was trying sorry. to sign back in so quick. I was like, I got to hear this. <laughs> no, I got it now. This is the best know. part. It's exactly. not even. It's not even super bad, but for me, it's like I've never shared no. this, so I'm not kind of outing not... myself with it. Because nice. <laughs> like, if you listen to the last episode, like we're almost developing the style, <laughs> right? Right. The awkward. Me. The awkward part of it. Yeah. yeah right at the end. I mean, like honest, scary shit, and then just. I mean, we're all fucking friends here. We've known each other for twenty fucking years or more. So yeah. Well. All right, so let's go, Fong. <laughs> Your turn. One one of the reoccurring tormentors that I have in my sleep paralysis is uh, and you'll hear it too, like if and when you watch the documentary or hear other people talk about it, it's the same tormentor. It's like they call the white woman or the white witch. Mm. And you live in uh, the open forest. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, oh. Okay. Mm. Oh, go ahead. Finish, and we'll go there. So it's basically a uh really thin pale looking woman where, where her black hair kind of halfway covers her face. You don't see her face like fully. And she wears maybe like a white dress or a black dress. Yes. And she's got long arms and they what the people experience is this woman will like, if you sleep on your side, most people will say, oh, she kind of like spoons you with both hands and holds you down Ooh. from moving, right? So yeah. that happened to me one time. But this woman started caressing my chest and <clears throat> and and I Whoa. swear all I wanted to do How was just kind you? of this was this was I was well into my thirties. I was like thirty one or thirty two or thirty three, <laughs> something like that. You're like, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm lonely. And <laughs> and I couldn't move because she was holding me in my chest and kind of just like like kind of massaging it. 
And then it started getting weird. It's her hands started like holding. <laughs> That's when it started getting weird. <laughs> you know her mom. It weirder. Um, her <laughs> arms started moving down more, right? Ooh. Like down to my abdomen. And I still couldn't move. Like this woman had just a, a grasp or some kind of force to keep me from moving. Uh, and I was sleeping on my side. I remember that. And I and and like at the same yeah. time, the the whole bed was vibrating. Like she was making the bed vibrate. Wow. It's like <laughs> Ghostbuster shit. Like, I am Zool. <laughs> And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Before yes. I even describe, before I even describe <laughs> the next, before I describe, <laughs> all right. Before I describe the next part, have you guys had like an actual vivid dream where you actually, um, like, you, said you mean like where you can control it? No, where you actually with someone and you're doing stuff and it feels like it's real. Like I mean, sexually. Yeah, have yeah. you ever had you mean like a, like a wet dream? Yeah, like every yeah. other week. No. <laughs> yeah, no, I've had a wet dream. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so sorry. Th- that's what it felt like. Like not only was I like aware of my surroundings and yeah, this this person. Dream. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. That's kind she of was, wet dreams. She was. Uh, she was totally playing with me. Like totally. Yeah. Like. It's good and, when you have like. Go ahead. <laughs> and it it started feeling good even though i couldn't move i started feeling good because it was one of those feelings where so, like did you feel like it was a ghost like in your dream or like dude it, it was beyond a dream because i i was in my environment i could see my bed i can see it like feel it vibrate and i can see my bookshelf and everything and Damn. like the thing is i couldn't see the person that was holding me i knew what it was but- like like it was almost like this yeah it was almost like i could see just her arms and i knew who it was because i recognized that tormentor because of your location or like where you were like at the or something good someone you knew before i don't know bro it's just it got weird it it started feeling better (laughs) like she and and (laughs) it was basically it was basically a mix of a wet dream with sleep paralysis that's what it was that's a that's a crazy wow Yeah. Let me think of a cool band name. Wet Dream Sleep Paralysis. (laughs) Nocturnal Paralysis Excretion. (laughs) Anyways, yeah. Has she ever visited you again? I mean, maybe Um, not through the wet dream part, but just visited you? No. Um, Lately, what I've been having is uh, what I call the Jersey Devil now. Um, okay. Because I live oh, in New been, Jersey. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy for you. I yeah, I live in. New... Yeah, so like over there, there's a a mythical creature they call the Jersey Devil. Oh, I don't know I've if you've heard, heard of that. that. I, yeah, oh I, no, Kevin Kevin Smith talked about him on it. Yeah, um, there's a mythical creature out in New Jersey. They call the Jersey Devil, and um, in my re- most recent uh, sleep paralysis, he doesn't look like a devil. He actually looks like a skinny, tall, like yeah. crazy. A well, or like a, or yeah, a yeah. Tweaker. For me, for me, in my in my in my uh my experiences, from what I see in the figure, he doesn't look like a devil. He doesn't have horns, and he's not this weird like gremlin looking yeah, thing. He's yeah. just like he's just like this tall dude that's in my house, walking around, opening, closing doors, watching me, vibrating like the bed. Yep. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> push. Push. Pushing down on me, making sure I don't move. So, Fonz, you you still haven't gone to uh, New York City yet? I have not. I've not gone to New York City. Hmm. Just for have like you... a different, just uh, uh, 
Lee, do you want to go ahead? Or is... Yeah. Have you, uh, have you seen any, I mean, have you like talked to like a, like a therapist or a, a dream, like, um, person or something like, uh, like it's some sort of expert to get like some, cause having this, how many years you've had this going on, I assume that you probably have seeked out some help for this, like a doctor or even talk to your MD or something. Well, in my, like, I want to say from my years, from my teenage years to, or even my early adult years to like, say 36 years old, I think I always thought I can handle every problem on my own. Yeah. So like, which is not right, which, which is not right though. it's like, we, no one should ever do that. Like yeah, I've learned right. that lesson. Right. Um, these days I go to a therapist and, um, and I did have talked to about it. Like, I want to say more even before that, like, um, to another, uh, like, like, a like a medical doctor, like an MD. And, yeah, but they yeah. always, they always brush it off. They're like, Oh, you're yeah. just having, they, they're just like, they, they relate it to the dream world. They say, Oh, it's just a dream world thing. Right. Like it's nothing yeah. like you're not being actually abducted by aliens. You're not actually being molested yeah. by a white witch. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, night, like I was saying, like, that's what I'm saying. Like I have a whole different life in my nightmares and dreams that like, affect you and they people think they don't but if it's been going on for like years or decades like there's this whole whole other storyline that's affecting your mental health in certain ways based on things you've experienced when you're younger yeah but the thing that trips me out and i always go back to it like we all have different traumatizing events in our in our childhood or a young adult that might trigger things in our life but how can it be that we all all Everyone who has had sleep paralysis was right. experiencing these same tormentors in the same oh, way. Oh yeah, not you even that. Like weird. not even after that. Like we just discussed, like kind of the same time period. Like mine was similar to yours, but older. Like mine was from like eight to thirteen, and you guys were like thirteen to like eighteen. But like it still continues. I still have weird fucked up dreams every once in a while. Where I'm like, what the fuck? Where'd that come from? Hey Fons, did the um, did the therapist? I mean, besides it just being good to talk to somebody about it, did it help them? Um, did it help them happen less? Um, at that point, when I was talking to I, because I recently got the therapist in um, the one I'm talking to right now, in let's see, October, October, so early October oh, of two thousand, yeah, two thousand twenty, and. Yeah. Um, by then they were already less occurring. Like, uh, like I said, they're down to like two or three times a year, as opposed right. to when I was 35 or 36 years old, they were happening at least, uh, once every two weeks or once every three oh, weeks. Wow. That's the torment. Yeah. yeah. That, that that's was scary. bad. That's when I almost sure. like really wanted like, like <laughs> just go to like a, asylum and say hey guys i'm i need help yeah like <laughs> put me on all the drugs right make yeah stop. just, just <laughs> lock me down fucking let me sleep and i i also try to self-medicate at that point i started uh one thing that would suppress it for me was um drinking before i went to bed i would drink alcohol oh, that makes sense and yeah. and i and i would uh and it would every time i drank and had like a good buzz or beyond that, um, like passing out or whatever at parties, 
never happened. It, I've never like experienced sleep paralysis by drinking. I'm not saying that's a solution. In fact, self-medication no. is something you should never do. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just reading I mean, about how alcohol... Bond, you can talk blo- as much as you want. If, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, I was just reading about how... Um, because I used to black out in the day and I thought that I <laughs> um, just couldn't uh, remember. And then... No. Oh, we lost him again, I think. Yes, I think so. Thank you, dude. You're doing awesome. Uh, yeah, no problem, man. Um, I love hearing your story, too, especially about <laughs> this kind of thing right now. Well, I thought it would be a good episode because it's all about, like, you know, like, specifically scary stuff that you, like, to talk Oh, about. hey, shit, we're going <laughs> to... Hey, we got him back. Hey, there he is. You, you, you just missed it. <laughs> oh, uh, Fawn just says specifically scary, like naturally. <laughs> Our, uh, what I was saying, it should be I don't like know if fucking relevant like anymore. Kiwi but, uh, yeah, go ahead. It's yeah. um, it's it still relevant. How when go we ahead. get drunk, we we don't. Our brain doesn't actually record the memories. It's not that we forget; it's that we don't record them. So that that could mean that you could actually be having, still be having sleep paralysis when you're, I don't know if that's oh. how you say it florally, when you're drunk, but your brain just doesn't record it. So you wake up and you're like, oh, I didn't have one, even though you might have had like some really fucked up one that you just can't remember. <laughs> right. It, Lee, well, that is so... You know they, it's, oh, go ahead. Lee, that is so interesting. I never thought of that because, um, you know, when I went away from my uh, um, mental health last year, they taught, mm-hmm. taught us like when you're like doing things like, if you're popping pills or taking even melatonin sometimes like or too much of it or like drinking too much to fall asleep or whatever, um, they always say you're not really falling asleep. You're passing out. You're nodding out. It's not the same. It's not the same. You're not actually getting rest or something like that. And that's – but it's an int- what you're saying is maybe we are kind of falling asleep, but we just so fucked up. We don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Have you ever heard? There's like the idea that like everybody dreams like everybody. But they say like, yeah, like if you're not dreaming, you're dead. So like, yeah, like, oh, I don't remember a dream. So I mean, I have one. You always have a dream. If you didn't have a dream, you'd be dead. So it's kind of like that idea. Like we're like, yeah, we're, you don't always remember what happens, but it definitely happened. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Th- thanks for coming. I guess we got to wrap it up. Thanks for coming on mm-hmm. and talking about this stuff, Fonz. This is really, really interesting. Yeah, again, uh, for the Thank people so listening, um, and you guys too, for the people listening and you guys too, um, check out and look at more research of more of this stuff because it's very interesting how like the relationships between different experiences are the same. And there's obviously a connection somehow, whether it be uh, physiological, psychological, or if you're that kind of person, it's spiritual or supernatural. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of cool stuff about. out there. Yeah. Nice. Our whole podcast, like we, we appreciate everybody's opinions, their experiences. Their oh, and uh, their full disclosure, full disclosure. Yeah. I wanted to say this at the very beginning yeah. uh, when yeah, I talked sure. about like, when you mention sleep paralysis to someone, you tell them your experience, it triggers it in them. If it does that to the audience in any form, please don't hate me for it. Oh, my God. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> Everybody listening to this is going to be like, oh, that's an interesting thing. What is that? And then they're, in the morning, they're going to be like, oh, my God, I hate them. <laughs> 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 because that actually, ha- that actually happened to me in real life. I, 
there was a girlfriend, like I, I was 26 years old. There was a girlfriend and I told her my experience. And that very night after I told her, she had one. No, wow. I swear, like hand of God, like the power it of happened. persuasion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, amazing. I mean, it's not bad. Like, it's cool. To, like, that's why we're doing this. Like, learn. From yeah. Maybe somebody will have like a get squirt in the face with a squirt gun one. <laughs> or, well, yeah, the good thing. I mean, but there might be things like people tapped into or have not tapped into, like, you know, repressed memories and dreams. And hopefully we can help work through that. Like, fierce. Don't always have to be scary, you know. Scary can be fun too. And we'll yeah, scary that. can be fun. Yeah, that's and true. We'll explore that much more on the next episode. This <laughs> <laughs> <to> be scary. <laughs> Thank you, Fonz. Thank you, Lee. Yeah, thanks, yep, Fonz. For sure, guys. Good talking to you, guys. Kevin. See. You. I love you guys. See Thank you, guys. Time. Bye.